I'm awesome. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you're gonna watch this, you're gonna know the whole movie. The whole, the whole thing. You have been warned. Hey, what's up? It's me, <laughs> Ryan. And Joe, how's it going? Uh, so we're gonna do a review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. You go first. Alright. So overall thoughts were, I did really like it. Like, I thought it was one of the better Ninja Turtle films. I, I really did. And uh, I, there's a few concerns. Like, I'm a fan of the live action ones. I really was uh, back in the 90s. And then the Michael Bay ones. Uh, like a lot of people, I wasn't happy with the way the turtles looked. But the overall feel of the turtles were all right. So, I mean, I was satisfied there. But at the end of the day, it was CGI. So it still didn't really feel live action. So I've been waiting for a live action turtles forever. So another animated one, especially one that is, uh, I don't want to say 2D animated because it's not. It's 3D animated, but it's made to look like 2D <clears throat> at some points. Uh, the art style is very original. It's kind of like, it's kind of... Uh, People are comparing it to Spider-Verse. I wouldn't compare it to Spider-Verse. No, no, it's not like Spider-Verse. It was like, it was more like sketchy. Yeah, and when we say that, we mean literal sketch. Like, there'll be times when there'll be smoke or there'll be an explosion, and then you'll get what appears to be actual, like, drawing lines. R right, yeah. Like, that That was where I noticed it the most, too, was how, like, yeah, when you saw, like, the smoke and stuff, you would, literally, you could see, like, the scribble. And, and it was, like, it was arguably, like, I don't want to say bad, but you know what I mean? It was arguably, they wanted it, they wanted their work to be visible. Is like how I like would explain it. Is, sure, it, but it, like they weren't actually drawing it, so obviously that was intentional. Right, and whoever the animator they wanted was, it to, but I know exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah. That you, they wanted it to look like a work of art while it was being made. Right. Like, yeah, like, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, they like, wanted like their the work sketchy, to be shown. Yes, exactly. And, and they had their very unique style, like you said, and I agree with that, where it was like, they had an obsession with people having very strange jaw lines. Yeah, like, the, the human Everybody characters. had, like, a crazy jaw line going on, and I couldn't help but kind of find it a little funny, And but it didn't distract me from the movie. I, I loved it, too. I thought but the whole film, I loved the style. Uh, I was going to say is uh, the stylistic part, it wasn't just that with the chins. But yes, a lot of the, uh, the I would say, human characters had that weird jawline. But also the doors or there was no, like the boxes were kind of kiltered. A little... Yeah, like even like the street lights were like oval shaped. They were like wonky and shit just, like it, that. Like everything was imperfect. It was stylistic It was imperfect. Sure. Yeah, and it was like it, a comic book comes to life is what I've heard a lot of people say and I would agree with that. But I think actually maybe I just hit on something like because everything was imperfect and it kind of matches with, spoiler alert, kind of the... Uh, the overall message of the film that it's okay to be different and, so, and weird and stuff like that, you know, like, you know. Oh, yeah, well, this is... Don't be worried about fitting in and stuff like that. So it kind of, like, matches that that thought, I think. I don't know. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll talk about the cast for a second. The cast was amazing. Uh, they had a lot of people that I really like in it. And uh, then they had, like, the voice of the Turtles were all a bunch of kids I've never even heard of. April was... A young girl I've never even heard of, and uh, I was saying, like, it was pretty cool on Seth Rogen. He, you know, he did his, everybody, like, it was my first time seeing a movie where in the beginning, you know, like, the actor sits down and thanks you for coming to see the movie, and I it actually very, thought, It was very Tom Cruise of him. I, I thought that. it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was very yeah. Tom Cruise of him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think that was really cool, uh, and it kind of just goes with, you know, 
Seth Rogen uh, doing a great job of this film, being professional and kind of giving young kids a chance at something new. And I'm, and the cast was very diverse. Well, he said that he wanted to focus on the teenager because it was like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, they, no one ever focused on the teenager. They had 30-year-olds, whatever, playing big parts. He said that a few times in almost every interview, actually. Basically, what I'm saying is uh, the good thing about the kids is they did focus on that and it wasn't just it was the adolescence the wanting to be accepted the growing up the wanting to belong or be a part of things which uh leads into how they ended the film which i want to talk about a little bit later because i want to get more into some of the positives uh which we've talked a lot about so actually let me throw a few negatives out there so i really really liked the mutants and the 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 villains and they took some classic villains that was really good but what i didn't like is to me, it felt like we didn't even get to see Superfly or any of the mutants till maybe 45 minutes into the movie. It could have, I probably wasn't an hour, but I felt like we spent a lot of time with the turtles, which don't get me wrong, that is, that's great, that's wonderful. But I just expected to see uh, the mutants more throughout. I, I know that it's, a, it's just a small negative, just a small negative, because when they were there, they were great. They They stole the scene, but like, you know, some of them were a bit underutilized. I think Hannibal, uh, who plays the, the frog character, um, he had, I literally think you can count his lines on that. I was about hand. to say, yeah. like, he didn't even have that many lines. That's why I was kind of shocked when I found out that that was Hannibal, because he's, he's hilarious. He said, yeah, he they they should have done a little bit more with him. Yeah. And, but, I mean, let's, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm not going to say what well, it's happened. It's a spoiler review. But, you can right. say what happened. Well, there's a post-credit scene, mid-post, mid-credit scene. It's a mid-credit scene. No post, mid. And it completely foreshadows that there will be another movie. Well, I, I heard news that there uh, in there's always plans if a movie is successful to continue. But what the rumor is, uh, actually, I think it was in some of the trades, actually. Uh, there's going to be a series and a sequel is already planned. Cool. So, and this has got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So chances are... <clears throat> People are going to like it. Let's see how the weekend box office is. Because if this bombs, there's not going to be sequels. There was one part that I was like, hmm. Where, like, I understood what they were doing. They were showing how they all learned Kung Fu. Sure, sure, sure. And it was like, it went between, uh, like, really old videos, which is like, okay, that makes sense. Like, of course, they would find old samurai videos and they could learn off of that shit. So that made sense, right? But then it would, like, switch between, like, like a modern-day, like, influencer doing something. Karate. Which, like, didn't match in the least. It was for the kids! And <laughs> it just, it didn't make sense to me. I don't know, it, to me, it, I thought it was hilarious how, like, they mixed that in to, like, the real, because they would put real life yeah, shit. Yeah, this like, was live action Like, live action shit footage. into, in, yeah, footage into the movie. Like, at one point, the turtles are in, like, see Furious Bueller playing in a city park. And, but for a second there, you think that you're, that they actually, like, are gonna, like, interact. Like, yeah, yeah, They, yeah, they sure, fooled sure. you into thinking that. For a split second. That, that, was, that, that was a cool shot. That was a cool bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real cool. It was real cool. Um, some of the other positives. Uh, so voice actors were all great. I thought Rose Byrne uh, as Leatherhead was, I don't know, it was a weird choice. I get it. She's Australian, and Seth Rogen produced it, and Seth Rogen and her are friends. They worked on Neighbors and a bunch of other stuff together. Right now, they have an Apple TV show. So it's like, I get it. And honestly, I love her. I think she's great and insidious, and physical is a great show. I mean, but Leatherhead... I don't know, man. It's just I felt Leatherhead was a little wasted. 
all the mutants. See, it was cool to see them on screen. That's the thing is, I don't want to say that they that they were underutilized, but they were. But it was cool to see them on the screen because we haven't seen them in live action. Well, I keep saying live action. We yeah. haven't seen them in a theatrical film before. Right. You know. Um, all right. So the the whole movie, real quick, because this is this is a spoiler. Um, Superfly is trying to build a machine. We find out that his machine is trying to basically make all animals... He's everywhere. trying to, like, Magneto everybody. Kind of, yeah. So he's trying to... Well, not just Magneto. It's also uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 1 when the lizard was trying to turn everyone into lizards by a machine that shoots oh, yeah, in the atmosphere. I didn't see that one. So I'm just saying, like, the shooting something in the atmosphere to turn everybody, every mutants, and then the mutants would kill the humans. I mean, it, it wasn't... Or, or we would turn into freaks, and they would use us for shows and stuff. Yeah, so that wasn't wholly original, but... But then they did a, a, a double thing where after we stopped that from happening, Superfly's mutated into a kaiju. And then, okay, so it's a little different. I'm pa- powerhouse performance from Ice Cube. Ice Cube did great. Ice he did Cube great. great. So, <laughs> I thought uh, it was awesome. As they're fighting the kaiju, you know, they, they have a simple, oh, this is how we do it. They do it. Great. Blah, 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 blah. In the movie. But a few things. The whole thing is the turtles want to be accepted. They really want. It was to really be, touching. Yeah, they wanted really to be touching. accepted. They're normal teenagers. They want to. They want to live their lives. And well, it ends that way, which doesn't really happen in Turtles. Like uh, April announces that they're the good guys. They're trying to fight Kaiju Superfly, and they're trying to save the day. And there's an announcement of just simply, "Hey, these turtles are on our side." And then after they win. Everyone's clapping and they're like, yay. And the whole city sees them and everyone sees them. They're presumably on the TV. So the whole world knows about them. And I had a few questions there. I'm like, all right, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to continue to live in the sewer? Because like, why would they live in the sewer? Why wouldn't they get an apartment? But yes, they continue to live in the sewer. And also... Yeah, because it shows get, all the mutants. Also, all they get all the mutants. Now. They get all the mutants to come live with them. Because, yeah, they're all homies. at the Because at, at, the, at the last second, you know, they the turtles and Splinter are able to talk them into... To turning not, on let, Let's not kill everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. Now we have a situation where the Turtles also end where they go to high school. So they're literally normal teenagers in high school. It is a great ending. As far as the movie is concerned, it is perfect. But now, what do we do? Uh, everyone knows about him. It's kind of like if everyone knew ba- uh, Bruce Wayne was Batman, or almost. I mean, I guess not because they didn't have a secret identity, but like everyone knows about him. And another thing is we have some of our best villains in Mutant Mayhem who are now just living with the Turtles. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, that, they're arguing about moving furniture around. Yeah, so like, so <laughs> Bebop and Rob Steady apparently are just hanging out and living with the Turtles. So those are some of the negatives. But overall, I loved the movie. I really did like the movie. It is 97%, which the highest other Ninja movie, I think it was like 37 or something like that. I laughed a lot. It had me laughing a lot. A lot of, a lot of really funny parts. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the child voice actors were hilarious. It was funny. They were. I thought they did a great job, man. They killed it. It was hilarious. Uh, did do a good job. A couple things, though. Jackie Chan. He was great yes. as Splinter. But Splinter was a dad, not a sensei. Yes. I, there's a very, like, there's an important distinction here. Like, Splinter was a father. Yeah. He he did teach them uh, how to fight, but it was more of a kind like it was honestly because he feared the outside world, not because 
of in many iterations where he actually learned it pre before becoming who he became. He was just a rat. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because and he taught in, them in the original defense. in the original yeah. cartoon and in the uh, 1990 movie, he was a rat who watched his master, who was a kung fu artist, and learned from there. Then in I don't know about the uh, original comic, but I know the 80, the 80s cartoon. He was a human who touched a rat and got turned into splinters so it really depends on what your iteration yeah but in this one he is a new york rat just straight up new york rat and yeah just comment yep no no kung fu the only reason he taught them kung fu was the backstory they did like a a flashback where he basically explains to them why he's afraid and he took them up there because they really wanted to see it and they get basically got chased out of town yeah because humans are dicks i mean and uh so that was his whole reasoning, and then he just he, for that reason, he got these old karate videos, and then I guess like some YouTube videos. I yep, guess is what they're we'll, implying. We'll say and, we'll and say tick, it looked like TikTok or like yeah, Snapchat or like something. Instagram stories, right? And he and that's how he learned to teach them the ways of the ninja, the and ninja. it was awesome, and it was pretty sweet. <laughs> I like that they gave depth to April O'Neil. Like there was more to her. And then she, you know, she's definitely a younger April, so she's a yeah. high school aged April, so she's the same age as the, as the turtles in this film. And she's a little chubbier. Yeah, she's yeah, a little I chubbier, guess, but I she's cute. So. She's cute, but I mean, you know, they're all supposed to be teenagers. You know? Yeah, yeah, and uh, once again, because the last iteration, I believe, is the first time they made April and Neo African American. The character was great because, like you said, she had depth, and they, she was a, uh, her motivation made sense, and her want her. Wanting to be a reporter made sense. Uh, everything about her, actually, in my opinion, for this film, really worked. Yeah, no, I, like I said, everything about it was really cool. And, you know, I love that Leo falls in love with her. I yeah, thought that it was seems pretty, like a turtle always falls in love with her. That, that was, but that was good. Like, I think this is, like, really the first time I saw, like, where Leo was actually, like... Straight up into it. Straight up infatuated. Like, and I thought that was... That was funny, and you know, all the other turtles messing with him. Nardo. Well, the 2012 <laughs> series, Nickelodeon, I believe Nickelodeon's first series, which was just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was the 3D animation one, uh, Donnie was obsessed with, with April. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I, that mo- it took me a while to get into that show, because for some reason, the gap between Donnie's teeth really bothered me to the point where I was like, I'm not watching this show. Also, I was in my 20s. I was going to say, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny how... That was, like, the reason why I didn't like this film, that at, like, 100%, is because... Like, I love this film. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I thought it was great. But, yeah, I I get the artistic thing, but, yeah, it kind of threw me off, the, the weird shit. Like, so how you art- felt about the, the, the gap in the teeth is how I feel about everybody having a broken jaw in this movie. Yeah, so the art and messed with you more than... more than uh, The story was great. The, 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 yeah, all the voice actors were great. Oh, we didn't even give props to uh, the... The, the gecko. Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd, dude. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was a good gecko. Was hilarious, man. Fucking Paul Rudd was pro- was arguably one of my favorite characters in the film. That was He, he did a great job. Yeah, so he is a very likable character. And, uh, it, I mean, it feels like, it feels like Paul Rudd. Um, I should have known that the mutants were going to go good because Paul Rudd's character was very likable. And honestly, a lot of them were likable, but they didn't have much to do. So it still could be like, oh, well, maybe they're evil. But they really made Paul Rudd likable. They did. Mondo hey. Gecko. Dude, he was, him, him and Mikey were, were bros. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. sweet. Which makes perfect sweet. sense. It a was perfect funny. perfect Turtles film, for sure. It was funny. You know what I mean? It it was, it's everything you want. In tur- like, it was badass. The fight scenes 
were kick ass. Yeah. You know, like like there were some badass parts where you know, when they were like getting the information and they were finding stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, when they to... were the, uh, so there's badass parts. What he was saying is they're tracking down Superfly. So there looked like there was four different bosses in this crime syndicate, and I don't remember all of them. But one was a normal guy and a mattress salesman. One was like a, you know, like Tommy Toupee, I think. And then there was like Shorty saying, I don't know, but they were all like gangster type characters and one by one they go through them to get to superfly when they're trying to track him down and they do this great montage where through the cutscenes they'll show them taking down one then the other and then there's similar uh match cuts of like them pointing out and fighting and it was just it was beautifully done and it just gets us through that point i really like that remember when and then they uh the 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 one scene a car turns on and uh go ninja go ninja go go it was was like nice yeah nice uh, so yeah i was clearly vanilla ice i wonder if it was his i mean obviously it was his song initially but i wonder if they covered it or if i don't know i i I think it it did there'd be no reason not to it did sound a little different it did sound a little different yeah all right the kids were great they were very topical they talked about marvel movies they talked about um, a a lot of references like ratatouille they called splinter ratatouille uh what were they saying they were like man he's got crazy tools over here like megamind style or whatever there was a rumor that they were gonna try to bring megamind into the ninja troll universe i don't know if they're gonna do that they mentioned him i know but I think that's just because they just use them as a reference. Well, it doesn't it was done by Paramount, wasn't it? And Paramount and Nickelodeon, I think it's the same company essentially. I don't know. Though the point is, uh, I think it's their intellectual property, so they're. I don't know. They could cross it over, but I don't think. I don't know. Um, no, but that, but yeah, they made it, it was something else, something in Megamind. Oh, I think he said grew in Megamind. Yeah, he said like grew in Megamind shit. So that I heard talk that they were going to try to get. Grew into it. I didn't hear grew, but if that is the case, and and that was one of the. But the it wasn't. Wait, wait, no, that doesn't make sense because that that's illusion. That's universal. This was illumination. Not, and, yeah, but that's illumination and that's universal. This is Paramount and Nickelodeon. That is completely different companies. Yeah. So I don't believe that is the case. Yeah. Either way, either wrong. way, either either way, it was a cool reference. It was. It funny was a great to, reference. A lot of the references were like very like. Get the Shreks. Yeah. They were calling... Kill the Shreks! Yeah, they were calling the Turtles Shreks. Yeah, they were like, they were like go get the Shreks. Yeah, so at one point, uh, when they first meet April, they accidentally throw a ninja star, and it strikes her in the helmet, and so she's like, what the hell, what are you guys doing? And as she's yelling at them, a vagrant comes by, takes her moped, and drives away. Leo immediately has a crush on April, and is like, let's get the go, let's get the Segway, let's get it, and, you know, bring it back, and... So they do that, and when they break into the factory with all the thugs, that is the time where uh, they all like, call, yeah. we're all like, what, what do they look like? I think they're this. I think they're like, they kind of look like Shreks to me. <laughs> yeah. And then when all the hell breaks, they're like, kill the Shreks! I like how uh, it's like just been incorporated into Raphael that he's the only one that has a full bandana on. Yeah, yeah. What? He, in uh, in every movie, he always has now a full bandana. Which, you know, the first time I saw that, and I don't know if it was the first time it appeared, but the first time I saw that was the 1997 live-action show Ninja Turtles and the Next Mutation. Yeah, that was the first time, and a lot of them were doing that weird stuff. And I guess it's to differentiate them more. And I like how in this one he was the fat kid. He kind of, well, fair enough. When Even when he was a little turtle, he was fat kid. Yeah. No, I like the, well, I was, like the fat was... kid representation. I like it. I used, Clearly, to, I used okay. to be fat, I was gonna say, okay? Out of the two of us right now, I'm the fat kid. I used to be fat. <laughs> you did used to be fat. 
And so now the I, and I feel, and I feel, I feel for, for the fat people. Like, I'm still a fat kid at heart. Fat's coming. Fat is always, always knocking at my door, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I, I, I'll... I'll be fat I'll again I'll take one your day. skinny whenever you want my fat, bud. I, I will be fat again one day. <laughs> I'm sure it will happen. I, I love Taco Bell too much. Oh, my God. Taco Bell's a bad example. You want to get fat, man? We got to get like... Uh, we get, there's... there's What's the worst thing ever? Something that's all pasta. fried. Oh, I love pasta. It's Pasta's how you get fat. Pasta's how you get fat. Pasta's inexpensive. And it's delicious. So is Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. We, so, uh, real quick, though. Uh, let's say... Out of five stars, what would you give it? I'd give it four and a half. Only because it's like, I don't know, I, I'm not I'm not big on, on these cliffhanger movies. Well, it wasn't a cliffhanger. A little bit. Not little at bit. all. Uh, with that mid-credit scene, I that felt That mid-credit like scene was just teasing the next movie. They, they do that with everything. Yeah, yeah. What cliffhanger? I still say four and a half stars. Uh, it, that's it, right. It I'm was, not trying to talk you out of your your. No, no, I I stand by it because it's like it's it's not perfect. That I'm not expecting perfect either, but that's just my answer. Awesome. I give it four stars out of five, and that's because I feel like five. I feel like five loses all meaning if you give everything five. I agree. Do you know what I mean? So. I, I can't give a fuck, because it's not a perfect movie, but I really, really like the Ninja Turtles, and I have my whole life, and you could pretty much screw up the Ninja Turtles, and I'll still like it. A lot of people enjoyed Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought the show was garbage, and I still loved it. So, it's kind of hard to not love the Turtles, but objectively, I have to say four. Four out of five. And, because and, and I actually do agree with that. I might even, I think I adopt four out of five, only because there were times where it's like, I understood the artistic purpose of the drawing, but like I said, there were parts that were arguably bad looking because it looked sketchy and not not great. And and in certain parts, it's like I found that that sort of kind of took me out of uh, the universe because because like a lot of things were so well done, and then you know something would happen, and then you get to like these scribbles. Yeah, and it's like scribbles uh, is a good is a good way of wording it because like even like when there's a silhouette and they're running between buildings like jumping like as a group the background has like the the sun or the moon I'm sorry but inside the moon is like it looks like someone had a crayon and just kind of scribbled it and it's a little like, wiggly like Doctor Katz used to be it was like purposefully bad and like I said like like kinda, I would say it's a choice and a style not right. bad but you didn't care for it but like I said yeah and like the everybody's jawline everybody had a broken jaw. Like, everybody's jaw, like, jutted in and came back over, like, for some reason on their left side. Like, I don't know why, but that was what they went with, with ev almost every character. I, there was a lot of weird <laughs> jaws with human characters. It was very odd. It, it, uh, it was off, that was a little off-putting to me, so that's why I'm going to go ahead and demote them that half. I'm going to give them a full-fledged four out of five stars myself as well. All right. Just because of the weird chins. The weird chins got them four. Wolf. And the scribbly lines. Scribbly lines. But other than that, great script. Great cast. Yeah, great cast. Great, great director. Script. Absolutely. Good job. Good job. Good, Good job. job. Good job. I love it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs>